straight from GP, ran to Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets, these are voices for the people that don't get to speak, issues, black news, the conversation's deep, shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat, iPods, Androids, or your laptop, these boys swinging for the fence, saying lie, then came a long way from being homies on the block, from afros and braids, and now they at the top, you want facts, this is where I get them from, GP3, RTT, at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 Follow us on iTunes Give us a 5 star Follow us on SoundCloud GP3 Homies from the Block And now, here's Ran and Tommy B GP3 Homies from the Block Hey, what's up y'all? What's going on? Welcome back. GP3 round 103 is in the building. Good to be back. Ran, welcome back. How you doing, man? Doing great, man. How you doing? I'm doing okay, bro. Doing good. Doing good. Um, you know, another bombshell week, man. As if we didn't have, um, I guess, the uh, predictable going on. A couple of weeks where the unpredictable kind of peaks his head, and we'll get into that uh, in just a few Rand, why don't you go ahead, man? I'll let you do the GP3 story. Go ahead, man. GP3 stands for Grove Park 3. The three of us are childhood friends. We have come from the Grove Park uh, section of Atlanta, Georgia, the 30318, uh, Evelyn Way. I'm Rand, South Elizabeth Place. Uh, I remember Emerita Tut. He grew up in Charlotte Place. Yep, and I'm Tommy B, North Avenue. And, um, man, you got any shout-outs? I'm going to let you jump on in. Yeah, man, I got a couple shout-outs today, man. Uh, first of all, uh, Catherine Johnson's. Uh, the famed uh, scientist from Hidden Figures. Today is her birthday. Excellent, man. Happy birthday. Yeah, so she was born on this day. Um, also on this date, um, the um, Branford Marcellus was born. Wow. The uh, the kind and gentle Branford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the kind and gentle Marcellus. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the one that's not uh, locked into only jazz. Right. He's the flexible, the uh, the he's versatile. The yeah. Um, and, right. the, and of course, his brother's Winton. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Right. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to the uh, the film and production crew of a movie I shot this weekend. Wow. Uh, had a great time. Uh, I want to thank the people. It was a short film. Also, too, I want to thank uh, the Malvos. Yesterday, uh, many of us celebrated a birthday of one of our neighbors, uh, Mr. Malvo, who lived across the street from me. So got the chance to see uh, some old friends from the Grove Park community. We celebrated his 85th birthday yesterday. Wow. Did you tell him about the podcast, man, that we, uh, we oh, keep yeah. the, we yeah, keep the GP3 li- alive every uh, every single week? Wow. Yep. Told, told him all about it. That's cool, all man. That is so cool. I got to hear more about this movie, though, man. I'll, I'll hold off for now, but you know, you can't get away sure. with that, bro. Sure feature, man. Sure feature. <laughs> you can't get away with that. All right, you got anything else? That's it, man. You know, um, you know, I know. Oh, today is Valerie Simpson's birthday, man. Wow. Of Ashford and Simpson. Is she still alive? I know. Uh, yeah. Her husband yeah, she's passed. Still alive. Um, she's still alive. Man. Nick, Nick. Nick Ashford. Yeah, he he passed away. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah, she's still alive, man. So you know, she she gave us a lot of the great songs. I know these young these young people don't they may not they may not know her, but they know her music. You know, ain't no mountain high enough. You're mm-hmm. all I need to get by. Um, you're precious. Uh, all the stuff Marvin Gaye did. She wrote a lot of the stuff Marvin Gaye. What he did with the uh, his uh, cadre of uh, female um, co co singers with them. Now, now he she wrote that in conjunction with Nick. Am I correct? Or right. Did she do them? Mm-hmm. They did it together. And, you know, they were right. just, you know, man. They were husband and team. Yeah. Husband and team. Wow. Wow. Cool, man. Um, I got a correction, man. I'm, I'm going to, um, you know, make, uh, of course, you know, do a quick correction as a shout out, man. Last week, I think I mentioned, and we were talking about the uh, the Georgia County that was actually closing the polls. and Randolph and, County. Yeah, it's Randolph. Yeah. And I may have mentioned, I think I did. I know I mentioned McIntosh. Not the case. My apologies to to y'all in Macintosh. I uh, hope hope your phones didn't blow up. Uh, Randolph County is the one under scrutiny, and we'll get into that in a few. Um, and well, I, you know what? Yeah, I, ho- I hope the phones did blow up because I, I hope I hope uh, 
if 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 some, if some shiggery was going on, I hope I hope it stopped. It. <laughs> and you know what? There's always some shiggery. <laughs> <laughs> Always a little bit. So, you know, you're right. I mean, it could have, you know, preempted some shiggity. Yeah, I, I'm with you. So, yeah, I'll take that back. Um, also, man, thanks to uh, my boy Vi again, man. Ongoing support for the podcast, he and his family. And I'm going to shout his family out, man. Uh, you know, his wife, Sharon, uh, his daughter, Mary, and his son, Courtney, man. Good family, good folks over there in the uh, LaGrange, Columbus area, man, in Georgia. So uh, appreciate the support of the okay. podcast, man. Thank you so much. And and also, man, you know, it's real cool when when every now and then you get a, you see people on Twitter referring to your podcast. <laughs> they, they heard it on your podcast. So well, that's good. That's uh, that's encouraging. That's great. And uh, yet, um makes you a lot more responsible, you know, in terms of what you say. And we don't, we don't take that for granted. We don't, you know, so uh, we're not going to just throw some conspiracy stuff out there. And if it is conspiracy, we'll let you know before, you know, and after that it was conspiracy. So cool. You got to need to know. We don't have, we don't have a staff of fact checking now. So no, we don't. Uh, no, we, we, we don't have a staff now. So you, you can get that out your head now. <laughs> I know that's right. You know, it, editorial staff, fact checking staff. Google is my fact check. So yeah, there you go. Count on Google. Hey man, uh, rest in peace, John McCain. You know, we taped the show on 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 Sundays, and lo and behold, the night before, and I think he he passed away, uh, according to reports, right around um, four o'clock on Saturday. So. Um, you know, of course, um, you know, John, Mc John McCain, I don't know if you could say either love him or hate him because he's one of the kind of politicians that really sought to bring people together. Would you agree or disagree with that, Rand? Uh, like most politicians, he had a he had an honorable side and also he had some sides of his policy that, you know, that I found quite distasteful. I mean, people don't realize uh, he was against the Martin Luther King national holiday. Yeah. He was originally against uh, putting down Confederate flag. I mean, uh, Confederate monuments. Mm -hmm. So um, there is some stuff. Now I do, uh, I do admire the man for what he went through. Mm -hmm. um, he wasn't independent, but at the same time, remember, Hey, he was the guy that brought Sarah Palin on the scene. And quite honestly, bringing Sarah Palin on the scene has set seeds for what we see today. Yeah. So, it, uh, and it was, but it was, I mean, honestly, it was the biggest mistake of his political career, in my opinion. Well, and we and we're and we're and we're reaping the um, I don't want to say the benefits, but we're we're paying the penance for it. Yeah, yeah, we are, and and I, I agree with you, but I think in many cases he was the lesser of the evils when 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 you compared, um, and and I you know I do agree you 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 have to respect um, the five years he spent. In in, yeah. in in captivity as as a POW, um, and um, you know three decades of politics. The thing that I always go back to, ran that I think was maybe the pivotal point in recent politics as it pertains to John McCain was if you remember that town hall when he made that statement to the woman who tried to, um, uh, I guess, discredit President Obama, uh, throw him under the bus. Uh, refer to him as evil, Muslim, et cetera, and she and he he stepped in, and um, that wouldn't have happened today. Oh no, no, and actually, actually, you, you would have heard a chant after that, lock him up, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, deport him. But you know, even yeah. though, like I said, mench I mentioned earlier that um, he voted against the King holiday and he voted against tearing down Confederate monuments, he did come back and say, I did that to get votes. And he and he said, I regret I regret doing that. So yeah. I do give him, at least he's a guy who's self-reflective, mm -hmm. uh, a man who was self-reflective and he knew he made some mistakes. Um, so, you know, um, I don't, I can't say he's going to go down as one of the greatest senators because I don't know enough about the senators out there, but right. I can tell you that um, he was a guy that was uh, uh, constant uh, in our lives for the past 50 years of public, uh, public service uh, that he had. So um, I hope that uh, he and his family, uh, his family in particular, um, get through this. Uh, but I know dealing with a, a family member when you go through illnesses like this, you've already done your mourning. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's more of a relief right now than anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and without a doubt, based on what I was hearing, 
he spent the last days in what they call the cabin uh, up in Arizona, which was scenic. And, you know, he, he, and, and one of the things, I mean, when you, when you hit 81, you live through a lot of what he lived through. Uh, you gotta, you know, count it all joy, bro. Uh, you count that as a hell of a life, you know? So, uh, right. no mourning right. is more about, um, you know, really taking a look at, uh, the accomplishments and comparing, uh, what he has done versus where we're headed. And, uh, um, Oh yeah. I mean, he was know. a man of character compared to the, compared to these, uh, these spineless cowards we got right now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, uh, you know, rest in peace, uh, you know, John McCain. And and by the way, um, he has he had indicated that he wants uh, W and and Prez Prezo to speak at at um, at his uh, at the ceremony. You know, so um, no mention of of what um, would you call him, Agent Orange? <laughs> I, I don't uh, the, the orange the orange Mussolini. The, uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Cheeto Jesus. You know, yeah, as they as they the call white, him. the white Edie. I mean, I yeah. mean, whatever. So, well, no mention, no mention there, and 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 that's going to be interesting within itself. And I don't know if you saw the tweets, um, you know, in terms of the com- comparative tweets to what Obama had to say versus what forty five had to say, um, you know. But it was, you know, definitely you could see the uh, you, know, you know the, see the, the, love, the sad thing you know? is with, with Obama, it, it came from pure. It, it was genuine. Yeah, it was genuine. With yeah. with with forty five, it, it's, it reminded me of what we saw with Urban Meyer at mm-hmm. Ohio State. Oh my God, it was a it's a cheap PR damn stunt. It, yeah. you, it, you might as well have the the hostage. It might as well have been a hostage video. Yeah, that that's or, like or a hostage tweet. That's like you know? that email you send out after somebody's been released from the company. You know, we wish yeah. them well in their future endeavors. Yeah, there you go. Right. All right, man. Um, Voter suppression, man. Um, you mentioned it, and 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 I I went back and, and corrected the county, Randolph County. It took them sixty seconds, man, to correct, or or to vote down the closing of that. What does that say? You know, uh, the fact that uh, when they held the meeting based on the scrutiny that they had been placed under, it only took sixty seconds for them to say, "No, we're doing the wrong thing." Well, this is a you great know? example of when you get grassroots mobilization. Yeah, I agree. If you, if you do it if you do it right, you can make changes. I yeah. mean, I was just listening to Kwame Jackson talk the other day. He said, "You know, your issues are in your front porch. That's where your issues really are. Yep. And you focus on those issues, then you can make change. That's how you make change." Yeah. And you know what? What's interesting, um, and and you know, we live, of course. I mean, we live in Georgia. We live near the Atlanta metro. I live near, you know, south and ran, you, you, you live southeast, well, east, more east. And one of the things, um, there's a, I don't know if you have seen this bus. That's a, um, it's, it's a bus that's in, I think it's maybe going from state to state, but it was in town this week. And I think it was headed to Randolph County for this vote. Um, and, and, you know, I actually saw it, it was headed uh, down the highway. And uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, there was mobilization. I mean, this thing was under the microscope, not only in Georgia, but nationally. And I think, uh, you know, unfortunately, if you take a look at what happened, uh, fortunately and unfortunately, with the civil rights movement, uh, whenever there was a situation that came up, let's say in Birmingham or in some of the or in Mississippi, it took national motivation and, 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 and um, what do you call it? Uh, mobilization. To correct local issues, you know, with support of the locals. So um, I was glad to see that, you know. So anything else on that? Nah, man. Okay. But I'm again, you know, it's been corrected. Um, that uh, Randolph County uh, is 61% black. Uh, it's only right. a county of about 7,000 people. Uh, the city is Cuthbert. And... Um, they still have a Confederate statue in, in the town it's square. The poor, it's, it's one of the seven poorest counties in the state. Wow. Mm. So I'm, I'm just glad, and I hope those folks understand the magnitude of their vote. And, and definitely, I hope they're motivated to get out and vote in November. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, I want to get into a little White House, man. Not a little, but, but this was a massive week. What was, and you, you made a prediction last week. Um, what do you think 
about your prediction now that Man, Man, Manafort's been uh, convicted of, of all the financial fraud? What are your thoughts? Well, I think, you know, last week I said I was going to get a I thought it was an acquittal, hung jury is going to happen. Well, I was partially right. Partially, um, yeah. yep. Partially right. Uh, but the main thing is the major crimes, the crimes that carry the most penalties were the ones he was convicted. The 10 remaining ones were the lesser ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, based upon what I uh, saw, and again, I, I saw it on TV, that um, there was, I think, one person that was a holdout. Yep, one person. Uh, one. One person. So... Um, that one, so that lets you know right then and there with, despite that one person, uh, the vast majority of, of, of the people in that room felt the man was guilty. And, and according uh, to reports, Rand, uh, that one person who held out could not give a reason as to why he was holding out. Right. Could not give a reason. Right. Right. So again, as I've always been, as I've been saying, uh, this is just going up the totem pole. Yeah. This is. What they're doing is they're, they're circling the wagons. They are going after him indirectly, but directly. Mm -hmm. And, and so when you got, when basically all your friends mm -hmm. who you've been corrupt with are flipping on you, that, that's a major problem right there. You know, the fact is that, you know, people were talking about Amorosa and the, in the, in the uh, taping, mm -hmm. but the fact is that if your lawyer has to tape you yeah. and your lawyer has to bring another lawyer to tape you, mm -hmm. that says something about the type of people you, you, you associate with. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause Cohen, of course, this week on August 21st, same day you had Cohen right. plead guilty, tax evasion, right. uh, bank fraud and um, campaign uh, finance violations. If this was world star. They, they, they said he would have gotten a two piece. <laughs> a two-piece knockout. I mean, because right now he, wow. he he probably felt the body blow and the headshot on this. And then within 72 hours, his CFO, who was in one of the tapes, has decided to flip. Yeah. So now, as you know, one of the things we've always been talking about is follow the money. Mm -hmm. Well, your CFO is the money guy. Yeah. This was and like, so, you know, this was like the untouchables, man. If you remember... Yes. Yes. You know, yes. when 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 Elliot Ness was going after Capone, they they got the uh, accountant. Right. Wow. Right. So and, and, and then there are more people. And then you got the guy from the National Enquirer flipping on you oh. and he had a vault. Yes. Where's Wells Geraldo? Let's get in that vault, Geraldo. Geraldo <laughs> don't want to touch that. He doesn't want to touch this vault because this vault is real. You know, I, th I think this vault has some has some real stuff. The other one was a was a gimmick. This is a this is the real deal. Yeah, man. Um, so you had uh, just to recap, Manafort and Cohen were actually this week uh, charged and and found guilty. Uh, they were found guilty. Um, of course, in the past, uh, back in February, you had Rick Gates. Uh, and Rick Gates was, you know, basically, um, you know, used to convict Manafort. And and I'm not sure, Alex Van Van Derswan, uh, Van Derswan, you familiar with him? Uh, no. He was convicted on February 20th of this year. And he was convicted of lying to investigators about conversations with Mr. Gates. So at all, if you go down the, you know, you got uh, Alex Van Derswan. Then you've got Richard Panada, um, which uh, he's a California man who sold bank accounts online. Um, he was found guilty February 12th of identity fraud. Then, of course, you had Mike Flynn, um, which he was the former national security advisor. He was lying to the FBI about conversations with the Russian ambassador. Uh, that was on December 1st, 2017. He pled guilty. And uh, Papadopoulos, uh, George, uh, lying to the FBI about conversations with people he believed were working on behalf of Russians. That was back, uh, you know, uh, almost a year over, you know, over a year ago, October 5th, 2017. So, you know, those are the individuals. And then you talk about the 13 Russian nationals, uh, Constantine, um, and, and this guy's a Russian army trained. I, I, I can't even say the last name. 
and then 12 Russian intelligence officers uh, conspiracy to commit an offense against the United States, uh, identity theft and conspiracy to launder money. So in total, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You got 10 people, basically, you know, 10 witches. Well, more if you consider the groups um, who, who, you know, have, have been caught up in the web. And uh, yeah, and uh, and with and now with the uh, the flipping of his CFO, yeah, CFO has uh, not been convicted or he's not no being charges convicted because he's get he's getting yeah. immunity. Yeah, um, but then that's going to open up new targets. Now, if I was Jared Kushner and some of these other people, I would be, I probably would be having diarrhea right now. Well, the word is uh, that they're going after Junior. You well, know. yeah. Yeah, Junior's going to be in trouble. You know, it's interesting. I, re- I heard something the other day that, you know, Junior might be a political candidate for 2024. Oh. Okay. All right. I'll leave it at that. Because he's become a darling of the base. Well, well let, let me ask you, though, Rand, and, and, and this pertains to what you just said. Where do you think this is going? If you, and, and I'll, the reason I'm asking at this point in time, do it based on this point in time. What, 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 first of all, was it what you expected this week? No, no. I, I you know, um, I think I, ex- I didn't expect this stuff to happen so soon and yeah. so tight next to each other. Mm-hmm. I thought this might be drawn out another six to eight months. Yeah. Um, but when you hear Lanny Watkins Cohen's um, attorney say, Mr. Cohen is enthusiastically wanting to talk. Mm-hmm. to the special counsel. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was um, Julian and these other guys, I would be lowering up myself. Well, I've not heard uh, Giuliani say much. He's quieted down a bit, don't you think, within the last well, two days, he, three well, days? Well, they've come after Cohen. They've, they've, they've started the character assassination. Going after Cohen, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going after Cohen, saying that this man can't be trusted within... Six months ago, you know, Cohen was a, uh, you know, he was a martyr. Mm-hmm. Now, now he's a, he's a low life. Yeah, essentially, uh, it, it's going to be interesting to, to see what really happens because these things tend to grow uh, beyond what the original intent are. Because now you got new targets, new interests, mm-hmm. and and still and remember Roger Stone. You still got him out oh, there. Oh, yeah. That's huge. You still got him out there. I mean, you know, so there are some, these guys are lowering up. And quite honestly, if you're one of the law firms, you might want to take this case because, you know, there's a lot of money that's going to be made just in, in legal fees. Yeah. So where, so your, your, your anticipa- anticipation is the next shoe to drop is going to be Stone. I yeah. think Stone. Yeah. I think Stone is going to be the next shoe to drop. And what do you think 45, how 45 is going to react? Because it's, you know, the amazing thing, well, it's not amazing based on the history, but but the interesting thing is every for every shoe that drops, for every individual that's get, that gets caught up in the web, the distancing starts, you know? Yeah, yeah. He, he might as well be a marathon runner right now, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's he's gonna do that. He's gonna attack him. He's he's gonna say the same thing about Manafort. He was only in a campaign for a short period of time. I I got rid of him, mm-hmm. you know, which is partially true. St- uh, Robert Stone didn't, uh, uh, and you know, so it's gonna be quite interesting. Uh, what's gonna happen? I mean, you're gonna see the same thing, and then you're gonna see some other other distractions, deflections, some other rhetoric, whether it's um, picking a fight with South Africa mm-hmm. or picking a fight with someone else. Or um, then he's going to go on the road and do his greatest hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rallies. You know, yeah, yeah you know, he's going to go to the same same uh, middle market towns, mm-hmm. whether it's Scranton, Pennsylvania or whatever. He's going to, you know, do the same thing. Um, you'll probably see more about the Supreme Court justice um, uh, basically saying that, you know, of course, Democrats are stonewalling or whatever. You know, you're going to see a lot, a lot of distractions. Okay. But the main thing is um, Mueller and his team are keeping their head down. They're thinking like lawyers and prosecutors because they're treating this like a mob case now. Yeah. And and that's the that's the thing. You know, it's interesting to watch, Rand, but it's also. It's scary because of the power 
involved. You know what I mean? Uh, if, if this were, um, I guess, on a level of a city council person or mayor, um, you know, you could ride it out. This would have been a done deal, man. Huh? This would have been a done deal. This would have yeah. been a done deal. Yeah. But but my, my point about the level, this is the most powerful position in the world, you know? And uh, the pardon power, the pardon, uh, the power of the pardon concerns me, you know? Uh, that's what concerns me the most because um, now one thing I did here is that uh, even though he has the power to pardon, they will still question the validity of the pardon. You know, is like you can you know you know what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, if you know, well, the 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 validity and the intent. Because they still have the ability to question, okay, if you're going to pardon Manafort, what's your intent? Is your intent to obstruct or your is your intent noble based on well, And what also, you too, they can bring Manafort back in and he can't take the fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Any, any last prediction, man? I got one. I'm going to leave it at that. What is? What's yours? You know... I, I think um, I think, and I, w- I was thinking by Labor Day that ain't going to happen because that's next weekend. Um, I think by October, mid October, um, that that there's going to be a resignation before midterm. I, I and I, I think uh, I think um, before the midterm election. I'm going to predict that 45 is going to resign and Pence has taken over. That's my prediction. Because the wave well, is, I, huh? <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, that's, 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 that's out there. That's what they want. Huh? And that will say, that's what the Republicans want. And that will actually for them, their belief is that will save the midterm elections yeah. from a blue wave. Yeah. I think, I think that's the only way out because, you know, you mentioned it best. I mean, uh, this is water torture, man. You said you t- you remember you you text you sent that text. I mean, oh, yeah, this is psychological warfare, man. He's waterboarding this man right now. I mean, this is like you, you know strategic. And when you talk about the people um, at Mueller's disposal who are doing the investigating, I don't think there's a way around it. Because I had no, you know what, you know what turned it for me, Rand. When the CFO, when the CFO took immunity and when, when the National Enquirer, um, you know, took it, took the, you know, uh, accepted immunity. I did not, I did, that, that was totally unexpected to me. And they still, yeah, yeah. They, they're delaying Flynn, um, the sentencing of Flynn because they still want to use him. Right. Right. So that's why right. I, you know, that's why did, I think did you there's know that Flynn be, still yeah. has a security clearance. Wow, are you serious? Yeah, Flynn still has a security clearance. But you know, oh, wow, I did not know that. That's interesting. But I, I, I mean, again, I think they're going to use him, and I think part of that may be because of the fact that they're using him. He's he's providing uh, he's providing intel for them. He's working for them. See what people working don't for the realize is yeah. the team that Mueller has assembled. Is the dream team of the dream team. Yeah, it is. And so there are some Trump has hired some very good lawyers out there, but they don't they don't have the sheer it's like Chinese what's that thing? The, the Chinese army. They just keep sending bodies at you. Yeah. And what they're doing is they're sending just great lawyers after great lawyers. And there's only so much you can do. Yeah. That's why that's why I feel so, that there's gonna be a resignation. Yeah. Go ahead. And so Julian is trying his best to, um, to um, you know, fight this this PR war. But when you have a client who just can't help himself, yeah. it just makes your job even even greater. You have you noticed that people like Chris Christie has been very silent this whole time? Yeah, he's made a couple of comments, but but yeah, you're you're right. Much much few you know definitely fewer comments than than before as this thing is intensified. But I, you know, I just hope the country can come together, man. And 
you know, we, 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 we can't, you know, it's almost like a civil war and, 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 you know, I don't want that. And I hope people well, out there it don't is, want it that. is, it is, it is Fort Sumter. We started the civil war when he, when he came down that escalator and said Mexicans are rapists and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Just like in the civil war it, at Fort Sumter where the first shot was fired. That's what he did. Wow. And I, I just hope, you know, that, um, the powers that be understand that, you know, we, we can't, I, I think at the level of intensity that, um, that the country's at now, of course, I think the base is getting smaller, but, um, you know, the, the validity, how do you call it? The civility of the base, there is no civility. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and that's what concerns me the most because you these, know, are, these are wacko jobs out there. Man. Yeah. It, it's a, wacko. it's a different, it's a different kind of base. It, it, it ain't your typical Republican. You know, and and right. and that's, you know, that's the thing. I mean, we're we're, we're talking. Well, it's a, it's a different level, and that's what. Well, see, a lot of people don't realize is that when you look at his numbers, he had so many, as I call them, switchers, people yeah. who were voting for Obama or Democrats in the past, mm -hmm. what we would call independents, yeah. that voted for him. He has lost so much of that base mm -hmm. of those people because their attitude was, "I'm gonna try something new." Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like Hillary. I'm gonna try something new. And I think what you're seeing is so many people, some of those voters have buyer's remorse now mm. that they are, they may not be committed to the Democrats, but they're not committed to him. Yeah. Well, I, I will say to people, it ain't over. And, and, um, you know, <laughs> what do you say? I mean, be hopeful, be prayerful that, you know, that this thing is resolved in a civil way. That's my only concern. You know, I, I just because one of the biggest concerns I have about uh, the guy in power is that, you know, he's 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 not looking for the he's not looking out for the greater good. Oh, no, no. it ain't about the greater no, good. And and I think it's, it never has been. And that's and that's the thing that most people, a lot of the people who voted for him did not understand. This guy has never looked out for the greater good. Yeah. All right. Anything else on that, man? Nah, man. I'll move on. Okay, um, I know I know. just a couple of, and these kind of lighter, definitely lighter than what we just finished. Uh, but Aretha, uh, I know folks are talking about the fact that she died without a will. Um, but um, I got this from page uh, six, and, and there was an attorney that was interviewed. Uh, her name's Amanda DiCello out of Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh, she does trust in estates. And, and she feels that it's, it's not going to go as poorly as people think because um, Aretha's niece, Sabrina Garrett Owens, was appointed as a personal representative to administer the estate. So at least they have that in place. And um, a decision that was agreed upon basically by uh, Franklin's sons and uh, one of whom is under a, a conservatorship. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I hope it, you know, I mean, to me, it should be very cut and dry. I mean, she had four sons and, mm -hmm. and, you know, and, um, you know, just split it equally. Yeah. Call it a day. Yeah. 80 million you know, in assets. Um, split it equally and, and determine, you know, set up a, so when it comes to the licensing rights for her and her image and her music, whatever she owed, owns, mm -hmm. you know, so that income comes in. I mean, that's. It should be easy, but you know we're dealing with people, and so that that never um, that never uh, happens half the time. Yeah, that's true. Um, but um, you know, it, it, it'll definitely be interesting. But that's a lot different than what you had when Prince died. You know, Prince had no he had no kids, he had no heirs, no heir right. uh, to 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 the you know to to the um, you know to the will or no will to the estate. So um, definitely, I think, yeah, it's not going to be as messy as people think. Um, one thing tonight, man, um, and, and of course, we tape on Sunday, uh, but I, I, I'm not hearing enough about it. I hope people know about it. Uh, if, and I know everybody has stars because y'all watch Power. But there's a, um, a new series that's coming on called America to Me. Have you heard about it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this is from... Uh, the filmmaker, if you if y'all go old school, remember Hoop Dreams. Um, Steve James uh, followed two African-American high school basketball players back in Hoop Dreams. Well, he spent a year with students, teachers and parents at Oak Park 
and River Forest High School in suburban Chicago. And, um, you know, in this integrated progressive school, he finds community of white and black students whose education is not separate, but whose experience is not equal. And and that uh, premieres tonight at 10 o'clock on Stars. Would love, I'm definitely going to watch it uh, if you can't watch it real time, because, you know, of course, it's thrown in the middle of everything. You got uh, on HBO, you know, Ballers and Insecure and all that. So, you know, if you don't get a chance to view it in real time, make sure you tape it. I think it's going to be important. It's a 10-part series from what I'm hearing. And uh, the first part airs tonight on Stars. So just wanted to let people well, know I think about the it. people that really need to watch it are educators and, and, uh, and white people. I agree. They really need. They really need to watch. I mean, I've seen a couple of these documentaries. PBS has one or two of them. Uh, My high school life, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a couple of these types of things, and I ex- actually experienced. A, I went to school like this, so mm-hmm. um, yeah. this is something that I mean. Yeah, African Americans, you know, we will watch it, but it's not going to tell us anything that we don't know. Yeah, and and you know you what? Know? I I did too. We both, you know, went to a suburban high school. Coming out of the inner city, would you say? Or, yeah, I went, but I went to a very affluent one, though. Yeah, okay. I mean, I was partial. <laughs> it was partially affluent. Uh, it was, a, you know, kind of a magnet school. And and my point is, it's like, it is night and day. You know, education-wise, you're getting the same education as the person sitting next to you, but you're absolutely right in terms well, you know, you know, of the experience, I, I you don't walk that away that's with that. Not necessarily the case. You don't think so? Uh, no, because the way they the, the way they segregate these kids in schools now, even though it's a great school, mm-hmm. but when they have the honors and the AP yes. classes, and agreed. They, they there's a tremendous amount of segregation when you walk in those classes. You see the difference. Yeah, as as uh, as millennial would call it, you've got honors and then Gen Pop. You know, AP. You know. And and, and basically, yeah. different world, and, and, and that's the brown section. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the brown section. I mean, so you know, uh, it's you know, I might watch it, but you know, because uh, it's not. I mean, I've seen it. You know, I've experienced it. My kids have seen it and experienced it. So yeah. Um, it, the, the question is, are people going to do anything about it? Yeah, Rand, but can can anything be done about it? Well, you know, it all boils down to um, there's a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, one is we we have such a disparity on the economic status, economics that actually does a lot to it because that sets up boundaries in terms of where people live. Mm-hmm. These schools are like these schools are like res- these schools sit in reservation areas. Yeah, yeah. it's like Indian reservation uh, based upon test scores or whatever. Uh, the house of this this TP costs more than the next TP, mm-hmm. so that's going to lock people out. Um, also, too, it's, it's just economics. Yeah, you know, people don't have these types of jobs where they can live in those communities. And second of all, I used to see it when I was in my school. Uh, the worst teachers at my school, we would get rid of them because we had a very active PTA, and we would send them to the majority black schools. Mm. And yeah. then what happened was the majority black schools, their PTAs were not as active. Yeah, so they didn't sit there and reject these people. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, then you got to have a, a principal and you got to have a school system that basically says, look, we're going to, re- we're going to reject this notion of, of haves and have nots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, equal education. And we're going to work to improve those education. So it's a multi-layered approach, man. You know, I, I wish there was a, I wish I had a, a magic wand like the fairy godmother and, 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 and wizard of, uh, what is it? Uh, Cinderella and say bibbity bobbity boo, and things <laughs> yeah. will change. Yeah. But no, nah, it ain't gonna happen, man. It's 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 a it's a deep seated thing because a lot of it now is based on proximity, location, your zip code. Yeah, I agree. And then even within and within those zip codes, I saw it with my kids. You know, all of a sudden, the, all of a sudden, the Asian and the Indians and the white kids are always in the in in the gifted programs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you found out half of them didn't even score the tests. Didn't mm-hmm. make didn't make the test grade, but what they did was their parents walked in and lawyered up and scared the shit out the school system. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know it, it's interesting. Um, I again, I'm I'm just you know I'm sure you know this podcast goes out internationally and nationally, but um, there's a case that's going on, and you probably heard about Eagles Eagles Landing and Stockbridge. You familiar with that, Rand? 
And, oh uh, yeah, the and, white folks won't take all the won't take all the tax base, and we yeah. don't need the black folks for nothing but the shacks. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening in a lot of these cities where you've got um, even it's already happened quite a bit uh, throughout the city of Atlanta, where uh, a lot of these small, I, I guess, partial you know neighborhoods have annexed, have pulled out of the city of Atlanta, and that's happening on the south end. And, and it's almost like um, in, in this case where you've got Stockbridge and Eagles Landing, um, the, you know, basically the city of Stockbridge is already saying, you know, it's, it's almost like a state of emergency in terms of the impact because they can already see it coming. It's going to have significant impact on the schools. You know, it's going to have significant impact on the resources, on their tax base. So, yeah, there's, you know, I, I agree with you, man. Um, you know. We will we'll continue to, 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 to keep it uh, keep it on the forefront. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad that uh, Steve James continues to follow this. And, and if we can get a little bit out of it that's positive, that can lead to some solutions in, in local schools throughout the throughout the nation, then, you know, it, it, it was it was worth it. It was worth it. OK. Hey, man, what you got on the rant side? Anything? Man, you know, you know, right now we got the Supreme Court justice things happening and um I just find it, I find it quite um, distressing. The fact is that we got a president who's been implicated uh, by Michael Cohen, um, and that he has all these people indicted beside him, and that he has the privilege of of selecting a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, I think that's I think that's asinine, man. You you lose that right, man. You know, um, it, it was amazing how uh, Mitch McConnell put the brakes on when Garrett when Merrick Garland was being nominated, who's a who's a Supreme Court that both parties would agree to. Yeah. yeah. Um how they put the kibosh on that. But yet, uh, as you see all this this cowardice, uh some people call it partisanship. Now it's just downright cowardice because you're not doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. How do you allow this guy to do this? And then when you look at old clips of of the impeachment proceedings about Bill Clinton, the arguments these guys were making, mm-hmm. and when you look at Lindsey Graham, it was like a, a whole cadre of these senators now who, who were congressmen at the time, mm-hmm. how they are like amnesia has set in. Yeah, agreed. Amnesia has set in. I mean, how does this guy have get the privilege of nominating someone when he himself is being, is being implicated in a crime, a federal crime? Yeah, I agree. And, and that's, that's one of the things, quite frankly, that history is going to judge. Uh, the Republican Party and, and, quite frankly, both parties are going to be judged right. on this. When, his, when history looks back on this period, you know, all these things that you the things that you're bringing up right now, um, you know, I don't, and I don't think history is going to judge it kindly at all. So I think they you know, right. I, I think to a certain extent, you know, for, for political expediency, these guys are doing this. But they need to they need to really think about how this, how this is going to be looked at five years down the line or even from next what? next year. You know? Well, you know these guys. These guys acting as grifters. Yeah. You know they they know they know right now the party is about to shut down. They about to turn the house lights on. Wow. And so they are getting as much as they can because they know the exit door is waiting for them. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. You got anything else? Uh. Let me give a shout out to Beyonce, man. She came into town. That's right. And you know what, man? I don't know if you saw the video. You know, somebody tried to rush the stage. Or my, or my wife and my wife and daughters were at the concert. They told me about they it. They saw it, and the 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 Alleg- dancers had <laughs> the dancers had Alleg- to shut them down. You know, allegedly the guy uh, I think punched tried to punch Jay Z. Wow, allegedly. So he got that close. Well, basically, if you see if you've seen the video, mm-hmm. he, I saw I he saw literally him. jumps up on the stage and he walks right through the dancers. Wow. Um, I mean, there was no security or anything. Yeah. I mean, he, he looked like a roadie. That's what he looked like. Mm-hmm. But he jumped up on the stage and just walked through the dancers wow. before someone really stopped him. And one of the dancers, I mean, they got into it. They had to pull the dancer off of well atlanta of course this is the atlanta stop 
And they've got one more show. Again, we tape on Sunday, tonight. so they've got one more show tonight. So you can bet you me that there's going to be a the National Guard around that stage tonight. Not literally, but it's going to look that way. What it, that white boy's lucky it wasn't the fruit of Islam protecting her, <laughs> by him. Oh, wow. 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 Anything else, man? No, man, you know, like, you know, we've talked too much about this craziness this week, man. I, I you know, it's, shit's almost exhausting, man. It, it is. Know, um, it is. You know, I, I'm just going to go and watch The Godfathers 1 and 2. <laughs> suck. I'm going to watch 1 and 2. Man. That's your primer? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I watched Godfather, man. If you ever seen The Godfather, there's two characters in there, uh, Fredo and Sonny. Wow. The, the two biggest morons. They're basically, <laughs> Donald Jr. and, and, and other, uh, other Trump, Uwe and Due, whatever their names are. Because Sonny, um, Sonny was like the muscle guy who brains, you know, brawn over brains. Yeah, and every time I watch him, I always say, Shunny, Sonny, shut the fuck up. You know, just shut up. <laughs> and then you got Fredo, who was afraid of everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and he did. Yeah. He, he was just uh, weak. And that's the Trump brothers, man. That's the Trump brothers right there. Just, <laughs> all right, man. Hey, you know, one one thing I want to bring up, man. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this, man. The black DOS. You you familiar with that term? Uh descendants of slaves where there's a okay. there's this argument how do you say it i, I don't call it a it's not a few because i you know i, I I'm, I'm reluctant to really even bring it up but uh there there's some intellectuals talking about the fact that of course you know you and i are, are black dos because we're descendants of, of slaves you know Whereas you have Africans and, and, and people may, who may not have been uh, directly descendants of slaves in the U.S. and who are directly from Africa, you know, first however many generations. And, um, it, you know, I'm not going to get into it at this point in the podcast, but I just find the timing of it all pretty troubling considering what we're going through. Because one, one of the things I, I say to people, you know, the forces that are trying to really uh, just destroy or diminish or minimalize people of color, they don't care if you're a DOS or non-DOS. You're just black, you know? Um, that's how you determine what your your worth is determined by your skin color. So I just think that the, the timing of all this is, in my opinion, I guess the best way you can put it is unfortunate, um, you know, and, and I'm not going to get into to the who uh, you can Google that on your own, but it's, um, you know, it, 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 you've heard, uh, you, if you haven't heard of it, you know, you get my drift. You know where I, you know what I'm saying, Rand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, people talking about, well, you know, black DOS experience is tremendously different from a non-DOS blacks experience, et cetera. And, you know, people who are black non-DOS can't speak about issues that affect Black DOS, you know, and and they can shut the hell up, man. They can shut the hell up. <laughs> you know, I I I, I get yeah, it's, it's, you can you can debate, and, you know, and and I was in you know, I I used to debate, be on the debate team. I get debating, but I think right now it's um, I think it's a little destructive, man. I mean, I I, I think we got to find a way to come together and 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 you know, for 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 lack of a better term, leverage our our overall power. Um, you know, versus, you know, you know, now we're now we're really splitting hairs. So I just wanted to mention that. I know that's out there. I know I'll probably get some feedback for it. But, you know, great. I'd like I'd love to know how people, you know, where, where people stand, what they think. Um, but he came up with a couple of celebrities because, you know, not every celebrity is actually, uh, you know, American born. And and, um, you know, so it comes up whenever a certain celebrity speak. I'll leave it at that. I right, mean, hey, next. Well, you know, go ahead, man. You roll. Well, you know, a lot of these people that are in, in this stuff, man, they don't they don't know that they don't know our history, man. No. They know their own history, man. So, you know, they don't realize how our African brothers and sisters over there, uh, some of the tribes sold us. So, you know, hey. Um, mm-hmm. they are complicit the whole lots of their forefathers, such as um about some of this stuff. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Hey, um, next week we're man taking a hiatus. Uh Labor Day weekend. Um 
the second, um, you know, GP3 is going to take a hiatus, man. Get some technical stuff together. Make a readjustment coming out back. We'll be back uh, with a new show on September 9th. Uh, I'll plug in uh, something else uh, from a previous week next week, but but definitely uh, next week taking a hiatus, man. And, and, you know, so you can enjoy your fam, your, your full weekend and without interruption, ran and, and uh, I can get some things done for the show. You know, that'll kind of push us into fall, you know, so um, definitely don't uh, don't run away. Stay. We'll be back September 9th. All right. Uh, and don't forget, you can support us. Go to patreon.com. GP3 underscore homies, uh, all that information's on castropolis.net. Plus, you know, follow us on um, on Instagram, on the Instagram page. All the information is on the profile. And, uh, you know, definitely on Twitter as well. We're on Twitter. Um, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. We'd love to uh, to see you there. And uh, you got anything else, man, before we wrap this thing? Oh, man. Wait, you, you broke up. Say that one more time. Push it on out. I just want to wish uh, our listeners uh, have a nice like, day. Take care, you know, before we get into the holidays at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, want them all to take care of themselves. Yeah. And and you know what I got to say, Rand, and you got to help me out. And I don't know why I was in the show with this. The Falcons lost again, man. <laughs> it's preseason, man. No one, okay. no one cares. 0-3? Oh, no <laughs> okay. It's preseason, man. They're, okay. they're trying to find out who's on the bench, man. That, that's all right. That's bro. what they're trying to do. Well, well, I'm, I'm gonna wish them well. That's zero and three, but uh, I hope they find out quickly. I hope they they don't have to find out before uh, the first game. I hope they find everything they need to find out before the first game of the season, because that that's when it gets legit. And we go from there. Okay. All right. With that said, right. um, you know, hey, again, uh, next week we're on hiatus. We're back on the ninth. Uh, really appreciate y'all. Thanks for the support. Uh, by the way, Rand, I don't even think I mentioned this to you. Well over 6,000 downloads. Um, definitely uh, appreciative for, for all the support over the last, you know, multiple years or wherever we've been on this thing. And, um, you know, just, just uh, you know, continue. Please continue the support. Please continue uh, listening, sharing, and downloading. It, it, it definitely helps our show. And definitely go and make sure you go and give us a rating as well. Give us a, a five-star on on your favorite podcast uh, whether it's that's right you heard what he said y'all fast on that five star fast. either soundcloud google play tuned in app or or itunes we appreciate it okay all right with that right. 103 is in the can and we out of here peace all right peace take care you've been listening to the gp3 homies from the block podcast connect by email at gp3rtt at gmail.com leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 follow us on itunes give us a five star follow us on soundcloud search gp3 homies from the block special thanks to music by millennial nick rap sb the g graphics lady j thanks for listening <laughs>